When God endorses a product, wise men and women get in line. When the Creator says it's good, be certain the benefits are real. The purpose of this website is to lift up Jesus Christ and the issues He endorses in His Word, and to prove scholastically and pragmatically that God is, that He authored the Scriptures, and that He will hold all men accountable to it at a soon-coming judgment day. At God said, men said, we are busy about Jude 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For those of you who have yet to make your peace with God and surrender your life to Jesus Christ, do it now while there is time. Click on to Further with Jesus on this website for immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 43, verse 11, And their father Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, do this. Take of the best fruits in the land in your vessels, and carry down the manna present, a little balm, and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds. God said, Exodus chapter 3, verse 8, And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land, and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 8 and 9, Therefore shall you keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong, and go in and possess the land, whether ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers to give unto them and to their seed, a land that floweth with milk and honey. God said, Proverbs chapter 24, verses 13 and 14, My son, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul. When thou hast found it, then there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. God said, Psalms 14, verse 1, The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Man said, Can thousands of scientists be wrong? All intelligent and educated people know that everything, from the gnat and the honeybee to the elephant and man, simply evolved from nothing. There is no God. Poof! And here we are. Now the record. The deeper we look the deeper it gets. The depths of the marvels of God are unfathomable. As a man is permitted to unravel one mystery, the door opens to numerous others. DNA in the human genome come to mind. Romans chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? Or who hath been his counselor? Or who hath first given to him, and it shall be recompensed unto him again? For of him, and through him, and to him are all things. To him be glory for ever. Amen. The subject of the honeybee is one of those marvels we have been privileged to observe. Science hasn't accomplished anything so dramatic as creating a colony of honeybees that lives, procreates, builds, and functions perfectly in the ecosystem, but it has begun to uncover some of the marvels of this marvelous creature. Several years ago, God said, man said, publish the article, Honey and the Finger of God, on this website. We highly recommend you visit this subject. 
A brief review of the article follows. When a Russian professor associated with the Longevity Institute studied centenarians of Russia's famed Caucasus Mountains, he found they had one thing in common. They were mostly beekeepers, and their principal foods were products of the hive. They kept the raw honey and sold the processed honey to the general public. Some lived to be 150 years of age. Raw honey is the perfect food and a source of rapidly supplied energy. It requires no intermediate steps for proper digestion. White sugar is a killer. Americans consume 150 pounds plus of it each year. Many of man's sugar substitutes are highly dangerous. The disclaimer on the sweet and low package reads, Use of this product may be hazardous to your health. This product contains saccharin, which has been determined to cause cancer in laboratory animals. Raw honey is a living food, a host of powerful nutrients. It has twice the sweetening power of sugar. Raw honey is a powerful deterrent to gastric ulcers. Raw honey promotes the rapid healing of wounds. Research claims that raw honey even protects against tooth decay and gum disease. Raw honey may prevent certain cancers from recurring. Raw honey is antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, and antioxidant. In 1994, Australia approved honey as a medicine. Raw honey increases calcium absorption, can increase hemoglobin count, and treats and prevents anemia caused by nutritional factors, etc., etc., etc. End of review. In God's owner manual for man, the Holy Bible, honey is given a position of great honor. Even the land of promise is dubbed the land of milk and honey. Honey and the honeycomb are mentioned in the Word of God 62 times. Long before modern science had the foggiest understanding of the phenomenal benefits of the products of the beehive, God said yes, an insight that only the Creator could know. Raw honey should be on everyone's supper table. The grand benefits of raw honey and the rest of the products of the marvelous honeybee continue to pour in. The following excerpt is from the August 1999 issue of Better Nutrition under the title, The Good Side of Bee Stings. Like all the other products of the hive, bee venom, which most of us have experienced by being stung by a bee, contains a wide range of beneficial substances, including an anti-inflammatory compound 100 times stronger than hydrocortisol. Bee venom has been studied all around the world. In fact, there are more than 1,500 scientific articles on the subject, and bee venom has been used to treat an array of conditions including arthritis, both rheumatoid and osteoarthritis, chronic and acute injuries and pain, scar tissue, and multiple sclerosis, end of quote. A product of the hive is bee propolis, which is a waxy, resinous substance harvested by bees in late summer and early fall. It comes from the bark and buds of balsam poplar, balm of gilead, and other conifer trees. Propolis is used to repair and disinfect the beehive. Imagine, a honey beehive is considered one of the world's most sterile environments. Much research has been conducted concerning the benefits of propolis. The following paragraph is from a 1996 book authored by Carlson Wade and Dr. Joan Friedrich. Bee propolis is a major breakthrough in the quest for an all-natural health aid that can assist the body in fighting viral, bacterial, and fungal infections, soothe skin, heal ulcers, and improve general immune responses. It has remarkable antibiotic properties that help fight disease reactions within the body. 
It even appears to help control runaway cell breakdown, a condition that can be symptomatic of cancer. It is already being hailed as a powerful, all-natural antibiotic that can overcome illnesses ranging from the common cold to arthritis and radiation injury. Research evaluation of its contents reveals that it is more than a miracle antibiotic and healer. It's a total food, end of quote. The Propolis Library at pw1.netcom.com cites the following paragraphs written by Steve Schechter, N.D., a naturopathic doctor, consultant, and medical journalist. Like vitamin A, B. propolis has a tonifying and healing effect upon the important epithelial tissue of your body. Epithelial tissue is a membrane-like protective tissue that covers free surfaces, such as the outer layer of the skin. It also forms the surface layer of mucus and serous and serous membranes lining your body's organs, glands, cavities, and ducts from the mouth to the gastrointestinal and genitinary tracts. In other words, these nutrients fortify and protect the internal and external castle walls of your body. Considered your body's first line of defense, epithelial tissue is involved in all infections, inflammations, and immunological problems due to internal or external harmful agents. It serves the general functions of enclosing and protecting, producing secretions and excretions, and acting to absorb nutrients. It also has a specialized functions such as uh, a movement of substances through ducts, production of cells, and reception of stimuli. Besides toning and healing epithelial tissue, B. propolis immobilizes infectious bacteria, viruses, fungi, and other harmful foreign agents. Propolis acts by surrounding the agent, sealing it up and making it useless. In the human body, the propolis-wrapped pathogen, and agents such as a bacteria, virus, or fungi that can cause pathology, can be destroyed and eliminated. Unlike penicillin and other drugs, propolis produces anti-inflammatory effects and stimulates cell regeneration over wounds. It strengthens your body's resistance to infections and has been proven effective in alleviating colds, flu, ulcers, pharyngitis, and yeast infections. Also, propolis seems to have minimal side effects, end of quote. Turkey's research reports that by applying a honey ointment on instruments used to operate on cancerous tumors in mice, blocking of secondary tumors that often grow along the instrument's path occurs. Early studies suggest that substances in honey help dissolve killer cancer cells. The following excerpts are from the article from the hive to you uh, excuse me from the hive to you bee powered health in a 2002 issue of Energy Times. Propolis has been used since antiquity to speed healing. Today it is recognized as an antioxidant, a substance that can quell cell damaging molecules called free radicals and for its immune boosting power. Propolis has been used successfully to speed healing of burns and the sores associated with genital herpes, and it has fought the candida fungus. As Dr. Liza Waltz, naturopath and operator of the Herbal Encyclopedia website, puts it, in today's world, where antibiotics are routinely overprescribed, this bee product can be your very best line of defense against illness and chronic disease, end of quote. The following three paragraphs are from the National Honey Board located on the web at www.nhb.org. 
The use of honey as medicine is mentioned in the most ancient written records. Today, scientists and doctors are rediscovering the effectiveness of honey as a wound treatment. Peter Molin, Ph.D., professor of biochemistry at Waikato University, New Zealand, has been on the forefront of honey research for 20 years. He heads the university's honey research unit, which is internationally recognized for its expertise and the antimicrobial properties of honey. Clinical observations and experimental studies have established that honey has effective antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. It painlessly removes pus, scabs, and dead tissue from wounds and stimulates new tissue growth. Randomized trials have shown that honey is more effective in controlling infection in burn wounds than sulfasulfadiazine, the antibacterial ointment most widely used on burns in hospitals, says Dr. Mullen. The significance of the case of the British teenager, as reported in the June issue of Nursing Times, is that it is the first case in which honey was used on multimenical cockle skin lesions. The antibacterial action was evident as the mixed infection of Pseudomonas and Enterococcus cleared from the lesions in a few weeks and the number of colonizing Staphylococci diminished to a harmless level. Dr. Molin believes that if honey were used from the start in the cases of meningococcal septicemi, there would be far less tissue damage resulting. The remarkable ability of honey to reduce inflammation and mop up free radicals should halt the progress of the skin damage like it does to burns, as well as protecting from infection setting in, said Dr. Mullen. At present, people are turning to honey when nothing else works, but there are very good grounds for using honey as a therapeutic agent of first choice, end of quote. Researchers believe that the therapeutic potential of honey is grossly underutilized. It is widely available in most communities, and although the mechanism of action of several of its properties remains obscure and needs further investigation, the time has now come for conventional medicine to look at this traditional remedy. With increasing interest in the use of alternative therapies, and as the development of antibiotic-resistance bacteria spreads, Honey may finally receive its due recognition as a wound healer, end of quote. The research and the anecdotal testimonies of the benefits of the honeybee are monumental. But how the honeybee functions and performs its labors is a marvel to behold. The Moody Institute excuse me, of Science, located in Chicago, Illinois, produced a video series titled the wonders of God's creation, and they addressed in some detail the glorious handiwork and gift of God, the honeybee. One of God Said, Man Said's researchers reviewed the video and prepared the following synopsis. Honeybees depend upon a system of complex communication. A scout bee is sent out to look for nectar and returns to the hive to inform the others. The scout starts showing what kind of nectar is found by giving out small samples to the others and then performing an intricate dance. The dance consists of the bee wagging its abdomen, moving toward a certain and keeps sound. The friends waggle, the sweeter the nectar. Then, depending upon the location of the nectar in relation to the direction of the sun, the bee does her dance accordingly. For example, if the bees, mu if the bees must travel toward the sun to get to the nectar, then the scout bee will do her dance toward the top part of the comb. If the nectar is to the left of the sun's position, she will dance toward that side of the comb, etc. The bees have a polarized light compass built into their compound eyes to follow the directions revealed by the scout. 
The scalp also indicates the distance to the nectar by the amount of time it takes to perform the dance and the number of pulsing sounds it makes. The further away it is, the longer it does the dance and the greater the number of pulsing sounds it emits. The scalp bee also has to correct for wind direction and speed. To demonstrate how well the bee systems work, three feeders with nectar are set out in separate locations. The scalp that comes to feeder number one is marked with a dot. The scalp that comes to feeder number two is marked with a dot. And the scalp that comes to feeder number three is marked with a cross. Within minutes, they are back at the hive sharing the information. The bees at the hive are marked with the same symbol as the scalp. A short time later, the bees arrived at the feeders. Only the dotted bees go to feeder one. The bees marked with bars are the only bees to arrive at feeder number, feeder number two. And only the bees with the cross go to feeder number three. In each instance, the bees only visit the feeder. Their scalp described with the waggle dance. It was only after decades of research and testing that it was clear that the dance of the honeybee is a detailed briefing session. End of quote. Psalms 92 verses 5 and 6 reads, O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. A brutish man knoweth not, neither doth a fool understand this. When God endorses a product, wise men and women get in line. God said, Genesis chapter 43, verse 11, And their father Israel said unto them, if it, must be, if it must be so now, do this. Take of the best fruits in the land in your vessels, and carry down the man a present, a little balm, and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds. God said, Exodus chapter 3, verse 8, And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them out of that land unto a good land, and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 8 and 9, Therefore shall ye keep all the commandments which I command you this day, that ye may be strong, and go in and possess the land, whether ye go to possess it, and that ye may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give unto them and to their seed a land that floweth with milk and honey. God said, Proverbs chapter 24, excuse me, verses 13 and 14, My son, eat thou honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto thy soul, when thou hast found it, and there shall be a reward, and thy expectation shall not be cut off. God said, Psalms 14, 1, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Man said, Can thousands of scientists be wrong? All intelligent and educated people know that everything from the gnat and the honeybee to the elephant and man simply evolved from nothing. There is no God. Poof! And here we are. Now you have the record.